Welcome to the Homeschool Show from North Carolinians for Home Education. I'm your host, Matthew McDill. Our goal is to help you homeschool with confidence and joy. We have, again, Rhonda Marshall as our co-host today. Good to see you. Good to see you, too. Well, again, today we have another special episode with highlights from season one of the show. And there's some really great things that we're going to see, I'm sure. So I can't wait to see this, and I hope you enjoy it. That's right. And so uh, don't forget that August 1st, we are going to be starting season two. It's amazing. We already have a whole season under our belt. That's amazing. So join us August 1st for season two. Um, but today, just uh, enjoy all of the highlights that we have for you uh, from season one. I am really excited about coming to the conference this year. Yeah, me too. And of course, uh, one of our featured speakers and more importantly, one of our keynote speakers is Dr. Uh, Jeff Myers from Summit Ministries. Uh, he's the president of Summit Ministries as an educator and entrepreneur. Dr. Myers has become one of America's most respected authorities on youth leadership development. Through his speaking engagements and media appearances, Dr. Myers has become a fresh voice offering humor and insight from a Christian worldview. I hope he's more funny than you are, John. He is the author (laughs) of 14 books, including Understanding the Faith, Understanding the Times, and Understanding the Culture. Dr. Myers holds a Doctor of Philosophy degree from University of Denver. Jeff, his wife, Stephanie, and their family live in Colorado. Welcome, Jeff. Hey, it's great to be with you, Matthew. So glad hey, you could be. Hey, Jeff, how are you? Hey, Jeff, I'm great. You, you had a dad joke too, right? Well, <laughs> you know, I, you know, my kids have grown up. They were homeschooled when they were little, but now they're ages 25 to 18. And one of my daughters is a helicopter pilot. So it's really my only dad joke, but I can't wait for her <laughs> to have children so she can be a helicopter mom. There you go. There <laughs> <it is. laughs> so <laughs> as we were just talking about, you've been to the Thrive Conference for... A lot of years, and uh, back when uh, you were just getting started, back John? when I only had one hair on my chin. That's right. Yeah, that's right. He remembers uh, going, and uh, I was sharing with you guys that I just heard an amazing testimony of somebody whose life has really been impacted, uh, not only by you speaking there, but by Summit Ministries. And so, um, I'm looking forward to sharing that testimony on the show, and uh, we're looking forward to seeing you at the conference. Well, I can't wait to be there. It's been a number of years, John. I think you said it was 13 years when we met. At the that was that was conference. that was my first time there, and then yeah. we, we met you. I, I actually got the chance to speak to you several years ago. I don't know how many that's been. The, uh, you were there the last time, uh, and uh, I gave you some CDs before you hit the road to, to get I'm on sure your you plane. To all of them. I'm sure. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah cause I, because I had a tour. I had. A, I don't know where I was flying. It might have been Charlotte or someplace. It was quite a ways away. You but had to leave. this is such a great. This is a, such a great conference. So yeah. I'm speaking at four homeschooling conferences this year. I've spoken at mm, quite a few of them around the country. Thirty or forty of them over the years in different places. And NCHE puts together an incredible event. The Thrive Conference is so fantastic there's great energy there if you're thinking about homeschooling it's a great place to go if you're already homeschooling and you're thinking oh boy we're getting ready for summer but Mm -hmm. uh, fall is coming and i don't know exactly what we're going to do or i 
it's it, there's practical advice and then there's inspirational content and then there's uh, there are a lot of people there offering different things yeah. uh, it's one of my favorites it That's truly great. is I, uh, and i don't say that to everybody well it truly is one it, of the best conferences in the in america it is a great conference and some of the best sessions you'll go to will be dr meyer's sessions as well so don't miss those if you head to the nche thrive conference this right year. so as you're doing all the speaking these days, do you have uh, a favorite topic, one that's uh, fresh and exciting to you or that uh, a longtime staple that's one of your favorites? You know, my, my thought on homeschooling conferences is not uh, how, how do you teach math, how do you teach spelling, things like that, but why do we do all of those things? Mm-hmm. And I think most people who homeschool would say, you know, it wasn't that my child's math instruction was a little bit off or they weren't spelling quite as well as I think they should. So that's why we're homeschooling. It's always something deeper. Like I I want my child to have a stronger sense of purpose. I want my child to be able to thrive. I want them to, in school, for a lot of children, it's not a safe place to really thrive. I want my children to have the best possible education. I want them to be able to pursue their own interests. But ultimately, it comes down to, guys, I want my child to have a sense of purpose in life. Mm. I want them to know they're here for a reason. They yeah. can make a difference in the world. And that's that's how I'm going to be spending my time when I'm at the event. There will be plenty of workshops on how to do a better mm-hmm. job teaching math and writing and so forth. But my sessions will be for parents and for teens who are wondering, you know, how do I know that what I believe is true? And how do I find God's will? Mm. Or how, how do I get a sense of purpose? That's where the right. young adults I'm working with these days really are. 75% of them say they struggle to find a sense of purpose that gives them meaning in mm-hmm. life. And mm-hmm. we can talk about that openly. We can get breakthroughs. You know, uh, every year we try to, we, we do have what we call the teen track, right? So this is a special uh, set of workshops and, and that's what you're going to be providing for us this year. And so I can just see these teens right in this area where they're thinking about who they are, who they're becoming, what they want to be, and their purpose. I see that one of these, um, the the titles of one of those is is just as you said, um, Finding Life Purpose, Biblical Steps to Living with Confidence. Can we get a a little sneak preview on that one? Yeah, well, of course. uh, I always hesitate with that title because I think some people might be thinking, oh, he's just going to quote Bible verses at us. Here uh-huh. we go again. But the truth is the Bible, if it's what it claims to be, is a special revelation from the one who made us to all of us. Mm. So there are principles we can find in the scripture about who God is, how he has made us, and what it is that we can do with our lives that will bring blessing and flourishing to others Mm -hmm. and give a sense of purpose to us. And one of the key principles that I'll be teaching in that session is how to discover your design. Mm. So I I have this belief, and this comes from working with tens of thousands of young people in the last several years in our work at Summit Ministries, that one of the key questions we overlook when we're doing vocational testing and personality testing and things like that is what are the kinds of things that return energy to you and make you feel more alive? Great question. Hmm. Right. What are those? Yeah. What, what are the, and some people say, follow your passion or whatever. It's not quite that it's more, what are the things that you cannot not do hmm. for me? I cannot not teach. 
if we weren't doing this right now, I would be doing a TV interview or radio interview or I'm editing a book or something. I'm just teach right. teaching. It's not because I can, it's because I can't not. Mm. I know that makes people crazy to say it that way grammatically, yeah. but that's one of the principles because there are some specific questions that you can ask yourself to begin reflecting on what mm -hmm. that is that really lights your fire. Mm. I can identify with that. Yeah. Um, it, let's hone in on that word confidence just for a second. I love that that confidence word is in there too. Why that? Why is that important? Well, we we live in a time when people are we honestly are afraid. Uh, we did a poll last week. We do a lot. Not, we're not a polling company, but I do a lot of polling mm -hmm. because I want to get a sense of what's going on in this cultural moment. Forty-two percent of the people in the poll, so they're afraid to talk about what they think. Because they might be canceled mm -hmm. or dismissed yeah. or shamed by someone else. Right. A third of people said they're afraid they'll lose their job if mm -hmm. they talk about their beliefs. So what's the solution to that? Obviously, that's a sad place for Americans to be because mm -hmm. we're supposed to have free speech according to our Constitution. But the truth is, it's fear that stops us from really making a difference. You know, the number one command in Scripture is do not fear. Mm -hmm. That is all throughout the Old Testament, the New Testament. Jesus talked about that. The apostles talked about that. We could use a new dose of courage. And if you're mm -hmm. confident that what you believe is true, and you're confident that you've been made in God's image, you're designed with a purpose, it begins to change the trajectory of your life. Mm. That's right. Well, I hope that we can really give our audience an inspiration and an encouragement that that we want to be able to release and to send off our, our kids um, with boldness, with confidence, uh, and not with fear. And so, of That's course, right. that has to do with us discipling them and pouring into them and, and answering these why questions. So um, I love yeah. that we're going to have these resources. Uh, so parents, you can come listen to these. Here's another great uh, title uh, that is that is one for the keynote standing in the land of giants four ways to grow our children as leaders so um, how about a little a little bit of encouragement from that one as well so we can not only be encouraged now but be encouraged to come you know the title comes from Caleb in the Old Testament a lot of people know the Bible story even people who don't regularly follow scripture know the story of Joshua and Caleb and uh, 10 other spies going into the promised land to spy it out. And they came back and they said, we are, they are like giants. We are like grasshoppers compared to these people. We can't go in. Joshua and Caleb said, we must go in. God mm. said we should go. This is our land. He's promised it to us. But the 10 other spies who were fearful won the day. And, they, and so the people decided they weren't going to go into the promised land. They missed God's promise mm. because they were afraid. Well, fast forward 45 years, they, the children of Israel are finally in the promised land. Joshua's dividing up all of the land among all of the tribes. Caleb comes before him and says, I'm 85 years old, and I am as strong and ready for battle as the day we went in to spy out the land. Now I want you to give me my inheritance. And Joshua asked him wh what land he wanted. Mm -hmm. And he said, I want, and he named a specific <laughs> place which is the yeah. land where the giants still were. Nice. Mm -hmm. Think about that for a minute. 
For 45 years, <laughs> he had prepared himself to fight in the land of giants. He was going mm. to stand if it was the very last thing he did. And that's the attitude that I want to have. Mm -hmm. The giants are not other people in our case. The giants are fear or indecision or uh, a belief that truth doesn't exist, cynicism, all of those things that would set us aside from living really meaningful lives. So that's what we'll be talking about in that in that keynote session. That's exciting. And of course, this is all uh, all of these ideas are what Summit Ministries is about, right? And tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, that's what we do. We're encouraging parents whose kids are between 16 and 22 years of age to consider having them come study with us for two weeks. In these two-week sessions, we help them find answers to their most pressing questions, help them find a sense of purpose, help, help them be involved in a community of young people who want to honor God in what they do with their lives. And I think one of the one of the beauties of the summit program, it was visiting with one of my former students who you probably know, Ryan Dobson, his father's Dr. James Dobson. And uh, he and I were on Dr. Dobson broadcast the other day. And just he said, you know, when I went to summit, he said, I was a little bit afraid that I might find that what my parents believe is not true because everybody in the culture says it's not true. Mm -hmm. It's not true. And I was a little afraid they might be right. When I came to Summit, I gained confidence not only that I can find the answers and that it is possible to find truth and I can know God, but I also be began to develop a new respect for my parents and what they believed. So it really helps bring families together when students have a chance to come away and study with some of our we top Christian thought leaders, authors, philosophers, theologians, economists, but all of whom love Jesus with all their heart, soul, mind, and strength. And it's a great opportunity for mentoring a life-changing two-week program. Hmm. That's great. Yeah, I really re recently heard um, some statistics about how important it is to have someone uh, other than parents outside of the home uh, discipling and reinforcing faith. Uh, how how important that is in contributing to the to the steadfastness and faithfulness of those believers as they go forward. Because, you know, in the homeschool community, we, we make such a big deal of the parents and the home because we should. Uh, but to know that we have the church, we have these other ministries uh, that are really helping to reinforce that is such a critical thing. It makes huge difference in the life, life of these students. So uh, I hope, uh, I hope again, uh, first of all, that if, if you haven't registered, if you're not, uh, haven't, planned yet for sure to come to the conference that you will, that you'll keep in mind that we have this team track uh, with Dr. Jeff Myers, um, that you're going to learn about Summit Ministries while you're there, and that you're going to learn about these other opportunities uh, that are going to be fantastic because you want your kids to be prepared for life, for their ministry, uh, to do that thing that they can't not do. And that's, we can help them find that thing, right? You know, Matthew, I, I love the way you put that, because I do think that everybody really is in a ministry. We're all religious. Even atheists are religious. Everybody's religious. The question is, do we know why we believe what we believe? And is it something that's actually livable in our lives? So at Summit Ministries, not very many of the students we prepare go into preaching or mm -hmm. into missions. 
but they are in many ways missionaries because they're going into science and technology and politics and business and education and the military, all these different areas, and rising as leaders because they know the truth. That's right. Well, we've been talking to Dr. Jeff Myers, president of Summit Ministries. Um, You can learn more at uh, summit.org. And we really appreciate you joining us today, and we look forward to seeing you in a couple months. I can't wait to I can't wait to be there. All right, thanks for being here. Thanks, Jeff. All right, so our homeschool tip of the week. What I want to do is share uh, some of the content from an article I wrote in the greenhouse. Okay. So this came in the spring uh, issue of the greenhouse, and it was titled "A Powerful Key for Parenting and Homeschooling." <clears throat> so I was uh, recently cleaning out my the garage at our house, oh, fun. which was really a big mess. <laughs> but I r- discovered that we still had a ping pong table in there once I cleaned everything out. <laughs> so I was like, great, let's set it up and play. So I found the, the net and I started to set the net up and I realized the net had been broken, mm. destroyed. Okay. <clears throat> and of course, uh, I did what I knew you know, there is no use in doing, but I went around the house <laughs> trying to find out who broke it. Okay. And remind us how many kids you have at home. Nine kids. Well, six at home now. Okay. So Nine kids. Six kids. Okay. Yeah. And of course, no one did it. Of course. I, no one ever does it. <laughs> do you have that at your house? Uh, yeah. Yes, I do. You find stuff broken? Well, I find, I have little ones. Yeah. So I hear screaming. Okay. And when I come to the room to figure out. Yeah, yeah. You know, sometimes they'll just look at me like. What? Yeah. We're just hanging out in here, Mom. I'm like, you guys. Okay. I'm coming back. (laughs) So that's that's where we are. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So for me, finding stuff broken is very irritating. Okay. You know, because that's money. Yeah. That's time. That's why can't we just take care of our stuff? (laughs) It is not that hard. And so... I'm, I'm, gi- I'm giving that story because that's one of those situations where I'm irritated and I'm struggling as a parent. Yeah. How am I going to treat my children? How am I going to yeah. talk to them in that moment of anger? Parenting is difficult, right? And we often run out of energy and we run out of patience. And so sometimes I've said things to my kids or treated them in a way that I regretted. Yeah. You know, and so I, I just wanted to share as I've been thinking and praying and growing um, a super simple, basic idea, of course, that we all know, which is to love the kids, love. And um, I want to make that practical because, of course, we love our kids. Of course. Somewhere in our hearts. Somewhere. (laughs) You know, we would probably give our lives for them. That place, yes. (laughs) But I mean, love them in the daily, day in, day out kind of practical love. Yeah. So there, I'm going to give three aspects okay. of or three kind of mindsets to help us remember how to love them uh, even when we get angry or irritated and things don't go very well. So here's number one is it's not about you. Mm. Okay. So most of the time when I get angry, it's not actually righteous anger. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I get some righteous anger, but usually it's <laughs> I'm irritated because something didn't go like I wanted it to. Yeah. Something of mine was broken or mm-hmm. whatever. And so the whole point was, it's actually about me. I am I am irritated because I have been inconvenienced, yeah. right? And so I might get angry or, or react to that. Or I might get personally offended because I was disrespected in some way. And sometimes our unrighteous anger 
prompts in them a disrespect or disobedience. Oh, yeah. Then, then we believe on. now is righteous anger yeah. because, yeah, That's right. and it's just a mess. And it's on, right? Yeah. It goes around and around. <laughs> uh, 1 Corinthians 13, 5 says, Love does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. Yeah. That's a very high standard. Irritable? <laughs> <laughs> Love is not irritable? That is a very high standard, yeah. is it not? Um, and so anyway... Obviously, if I can get my eyes off of myself, mm-hmm. which is love. Yeah. Love is when I'm thinking, what is best for my child? And what am I willing to sacrifice for that? And be able to focus on what is best for them at this moment and not being selfish. Sometimes that's going to cost me. Yeah. And how I treat my kids, uh, which really goes into the next point, is super important. Yeah. Right? So number two mindset some things aren't that important yeah okay uh case in point (laughs) ping pong net (laughs) an old ping pong net an old ping pong net right found i mean yeah (laughs) it's not that important yeah but and and in this situation i don't think i did too badly but i've been known in situations to overblow it and to become angry or to treat my children in a way um that i did not want to and of course, we also know from 1 Corinthians 13, 4, love is patient and kind. Yeah. So we keep the bigger perspective by remembering that my relationship with my child and their soul, their dignity, their growth, their trust of me is way more important yeah. than that thing. Yeah. But I had to keep reminding myself yeah. of that. Okay. Now, that doesn't mean we don't deal with those things. Sometimes we have to deal with the broken things. Sometimes we have to discipline and correct. But I have to get myself out of the way so that I'm not doing that in a way that harms them. Absolutely. And my relationship with them. Yeah. You know, that's the, that's the hard part. All right, let's do one more. Number three, it's not about making them happy. Uh, the version of love that our culture teaches often is you don't say no. Yeah. You have to affirm and accept everything someone believes or does. Yeah. That's what love is, according to the culture. Yeah. That is not 100% not true. It's not. And if you're <laughs> right? raising children, you hopefully know that. That's right. <laughs> I mean, there's some stuff you got to say no to. Yeah. And that is a loving thing to do. Hey, mom, I'm going to play with these knives. No, <laughs> you're not going to. Hey, mom, I'm going to eat as much ice cream every day, all day as I want. No. no. Maybe one one day. Yeah. <laughs> it's your birthday. <laughs> exactly. Um, but at some point you say no because you love them. Absolutely. Right? And I have to admit, I am, I have a little bit of a pe- people pleasing streak in me. Okay. Most people do, but I have an extra dose, I think. And I love for my kids to be happy. Okay. I really would like to say yes to them. And so sometimes I'm tempted to say yes. Let's just make everybody happy because mm. I don't want to fight, you know? <laughs> um, but that's not love either. First uh, Corinthians 13, six says, love does not rejoice with evil but rejoices with the truth. So obviously there's a line. Yeah. There's a line there. Now, so the, the total context here is I have an opportunity to parent, to draw lines, to give correction, to give discipline, and to do it in a way where I get myself out of the way, where I'm not responding to them out of anger, yeah. out of irritation, out of being personally offended because I've been you know, disrespected in some way, but I speak the truth to them in love and yeah. patience and in kindness. So 
uh, I hope those will keep our mindset on uh, how to interact with them in an upbuilding way. Um, that sounds good. Again, I'm convicted because uh, right on the way here, I think I was a little irritable. No, yeah, I was a little irritable okay. with my kid. And on the way driving here, I'm like, ah, I got to go home and, and fix that. So uh, I'm glad for these good. tips. <laughs> Um, so we have a link to this Greenhouse Magazine article in the show notes. And if you would like to receive beautiful printed copies of our magazine, you can become an NCH member by joining at nche.com slash join. Okay, so let's have a homeschool reality moment. We had a really neat video uh, get sent in that we're going to show you. And I've called it Morning Sounds. I like that. Because... Uh, the mom, uh, the mom said, uh, who is Lynn, she said, uh, we just wanted to capture some, some uh, images and experiences from our homeschool morning. And then she realized, but I didn't really do any narration. And mm-hmm. normally for our homeschool reality moment, we're looking for a little bit of explanation verbal because we have audio listeners. Uh, we, whether it's radio or maybe podcast, you're not going to necessarily hear Uh, or or be able to see what's happening. So first of all, this is just a quick reminder that you can watch this on YouTube and you can watch these videos also. And they're really exciting. But there were so many cool sounds that I thought we should still play it. So let's watch it. Let's listen to it and see how many sounds you can recognize. I'm Lynn Baker. Um, I hope you enjoyed a few moments of our morning. Um, we love homeschool, and I hope that you do too. Thank you, Lynn, for sharing your morning with us. I love that. that neat. Yeah. And if you'd like to send in your homeschool reality moment, we would so love that. Just go to nche.com slash upload dash reality dash moment. It'll also be in our show notes. And you can go to our regular page, nche.com slash the homeschool show. And there's also a button on there that will get you there. So we just create a new form where you can fill out information and upload your video online. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Make it easy. Thanks so much for joining us this week. We'd love to hear from you. Send your questions and feedback to the homeschool show at nche.com. And also please help others find the show by subscribing, rating, and leaving a review on Apple Podcasts and YouTube. If you think this home this um, show would be helpful to your friends and family, please let them know about it. To learn about how to subscribe to our show as a podcast, and on YouTube, you can go to nche.com slash the homeschool show. 
And don't forget, we'll be starting season two on August 1st. That's right. And until next week, continue to homeschool with confidence and joy.